All right, we're talking about reclaiming real romance in Ooh. your relationship. A lot of, got a lot of R's. R is the, the most menacing letter. <laughs> That's why it's murder, not muckduck. <laughs> yes, yes. So great. It's good. So, All right, I feel like that's a good opener. <laughs> All right, and we'll see you on the other side. Welcome to the Fierce Marriage Podcast, where we believe that marriage takes a fierce tenacity that never gives up and refuses to give in. Here we'll share openly and honestly about all things marriage, sex, communication, finances, priorities, purpose, and everything in between. Laugh, ponder, and join in on candid, gospel-centered conversations. This is Fierce Marriage. That's so funny. I didn't think that you would go for that, but you know what? I think the title itself gives it gives it a good, you know, reclaiming, little teaser. Rec- reclin- Re- reclaiming reclaiming real. Oh my goodness. <laughs> reclaiming real romance. I want to say rekindling. Rekindling. I mean, we'll use that word throughout this discussion. All right. But this is a real tangible episode. We kind of like to throw these in in the podcast every once in a while because we do tend to dive into scripture. We do tend, which we do have scripture. Don't worry, friends. But um, everything we do is, is you know, got this gospel. Well, we like to talk about the, the ideas, the big why. I like diving into things. the whys. I'm not a huge tangible person. I am, but at the right time, you know? Well, part of that is, and there's a reason for that, yeah. is part of that is, is we feel like you, you listeners are wonderful, smart people. Yes. You can figure this stuff out, like the tangible stuff. I mean, you just got to kind of think about it for a few minutes and it's fun to have ideas and things, but we figure if we can really instill the big whys, mm-hmm. why is God good? Why is love what it is? Why is covenant what right. it is? Then you can say, okay, this is how I can actually re- rekindle or reclaim the real romance in my own marriage. <laughs> well, and I think it gives us, it gives the the why behind the what so much more power, yes, right? And yes. Just, anyways, we'll dive into that. Um, but we are going to talk about some. We're going to do some highs and lows here in a few. Haven't done that in a while. And <laughs> we'll talk about, uh, you know, kind of this tangible. How can we? Why should we rekindle our? Not rekindle. See, now you got me saying that. Reclaim <laughs> our romance in our marriage and why that's important and why we can why we can do that and why yeah. our marriage is the place for that. But first, of course, we gotta do some housekeeping. So I'm gonna try to do extra fast. I tried I tried this you other try one every time. time. <laughs> Did you extra okay, one, fast? <laughs> number one. If you haven't yet uh, leave a rating and a review on iTunes or whatever podcast app you do use. If you have done that, thank you. You're awesome. You help us out a lot. Is that right? Okay, number two. <laughs> if you wanna be uh missional partner with us you can do that via patreon.com slash fierce marriage that's a place where listeners like you can support this content directly if you notice we don't do a lot of ads on here that's because we believe that the the way to fund this is by uh partnering with you Mm -hmm. our listeners and so yeah just pray about that if god leads you to do that we'd be honored to lock arms with you anything helps two dollars on up um per month is whatever works for your family whatever god leads you to do finally if you have any questions go to fiercemarriage.com slash podcast and you can use the button there to uh, ask the question directly or you can call or text this number 971-333-1120 boom boom And time. <laughs> okay. All right. We're going to do some highs and lows in here, too, because I think this is just a good episode to kind of to do that in. Because it's so not, yeah. Highs and lows come from, well, they're not, un, for us, they're from young life. Yes, but to, they're not new to people probably yes. talking about, you know, what's something that was a highlight of your week or your day, just a highlight of your life. <laughs> and what's a low point? <laughs> and then the maybe weekend. what's a low point? Yeah. Yeah. So. You got to go first. 
Um, <laughs> I think a low point might just be uh, all the things we're trying to do. Summer, where we're at right now, doing this episode. Summer's wrapped up, wrapping so- up, and we are heading into fall and you know, four five weeks out from having a baby, finishing up edits on a book. There's just lots of things happening. Well, okay, full disclosure, we're actually going to release this episode at some point after the baby after comes, the baby. probably. <laughs> so currently... <laughs> so currently the high will be our new child. Yes, yes. <laughs> but we're, we're, like Selena said, four or five weeks out from that point. Yes. We're trying to take some time off, but also keep the content Prepare. coming. Yes, yes. Um, so I'd say that's probably the low point. And then the high point is that I, it's, it's going to be fall around here and it's beautiful. So I'm super excited for that. And we'll have a new baby with us. Well, my low point, it, well, that's, that's wonderful. <laughs> I didn't mean to gloss over. <laughs> that's fine. I don't think you glossed over it all. I just finished and my now lo- you may start. <laughs> my low point is the fact that our car is on the fritz <laughs> at the moment. Not sure what's going on. I think. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm just afraid that something big's going. <laughs> some expensive big thing has gone wrong with it. It's like the engine light came on, but that could mean not a big deal, or your engine's dead. <laughs> it's gonna fall right out. I don't know. So anyway, that's my low point right now. He it's, doesn't like cars. And as far troubles. as it's just kind of well, it's I don't it's like how I don't, I, don't, I don't like having to spend money we didn't plan on spending. <laughs> that's cars in general, though, isn't that? <laughs> it is. It is. So uh, as far as problems go yeah it's not that big of a problem yeah god's good he's always providing causing us to trust him what's a high point a high point um (laughs) you look like you were about to just be like that's it (laughs) that's it there is none (laughs) goodness um a high point is this child that uh, i'm probably holding mine you can't take mine i mean i guess he's he or she she we know it's a she sorry she is partly yours as well of course but partly mine (laughs) Yeah, I'm glad I could help. <laughs> glad I could be of service in this endeavor. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably going to be my high. Yeah, it's a good high. And, it's a and, good high. Sorry, I'm stealing yours, but fall is phenomenal. I like it. It it's really a good is time. great around here. It really is great. It'll be fun. So, I think we did that in good timing. That was good. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're clipping along here. Man. Okay, so we're talking about reclaiming real romance. Right. So, and I think that... It's so easy for romance to get lost, right? And sometimes I think I can just gloss over romance in our relationship. I am not that romantic. <laughs> oh, I know it. And you know this. So I, it kind of feels like too much fluff to me. I'm kind of like, let's just get down to business or, you know, <laughs> just business time, right? Because I'm like, I don't got time for this. We got kids. We got work. We got schedules. Um, so kinda... then the romance gets lost, right? And there's this lack of like intentional time together. And then I'm like, why are we connecting? Why are we? <laughs> I blame myself. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. I tried. <laughs> Try harder. <laughs> just kidding. You've always been that way, though. Not just since we've had kiddos. I think it's a personality thing in a lot of ways, to be honest. I mean, I, when we were dating. I, I like would... your cards. Like, I love your words of affirmation. And in this season of life, I love your acts of service. <laughs> My cards, the thing with cards is... I you always like, get funny cards. That's why they're great. But when I write the card, I always feel like, I'm like, you are the most beautiful <laughs> wife of all the wives. <laughs> Your art. This is the most beautiful art. Of I feel like I lose all ability to articulate myself <laughs> when I sit down to write you a nice card. That's why you get me funny cards, and then you're just like, I love you, you're the best, and blah, 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 and it just speaks to my heart, so... Well, that's funny, because... Um, 
rekindling romance, I feel like has so much to do with laughing together and laughter. Mm. If, what is it? If nothing more than just an expression of your friendship totally. in a way totally. and your kindredness, the fact that you, if you're laughing about the same thing, you're like almost on the same wavelength. Yeah. You, you've taken the same piece of information, whether that's a, funny show we always right. quote the office and parks and rec and dumb and dumber and anything jim carrey like <laughs> like 90s jim carrey <laughs> early 2000s well and yeah and romance is like it's it's like that step there's friendship and then there's romance right it's like that next step that just mm, yeah. flows out of it and it's i feel like it's very much reserved for um you probably argue this I feel like deep connecting romance is reserved for husbands and wives. I think Absolutely. that when we're dating and there's engagement, it's like romance is kind of expected, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. you're kind of like, okay, well, I, I mm. hope that we're going to make these these times special. But when you're married, it's so easy to just fall into these rhythms of just, you know, existing together. And yes, you love each other. Yes, you make memories together. But like, how are you being romantic together? How are you, mm. yeah. you know, we talk about Proverbs five fifteen uh, through 19, but uh, the verse f- 15 says, drink water from your own cistern, flowing water from your own well. And the word flowing, again, uh, evokes, this is an active, continual uh, action. It's something that is flowing. It's not like a hard mm, stop, no. right? And well, then, the idea of drinking is also right. an action of going to that well and partaking in right. this supply that is, you know, and this is, this that proverb's talking about sex, right. sexuality, and, and the sexual experience, and not Which allowing it to be contaminated. Leads. It is just got to lap it up. <laughs> no, I, one thing I want to note first before you carry on is the the that romance is relative in a sense. In that, okay, so when we were dating, romance was one thing, right? And when we were dating, you know, sex was off limits. Mm-hmm. And so our romance looked like, well, we were dating in high school, so I took you to prom, or I would take you um, out for a nice seafood dinner. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) That's an Anchorman (laughs) reference. So I'd take you, or I'd buy you flowers, or we had had some things that were really romantic, but also really fun. Right. So I want to be clear here. When we're talking about romance, because I tend to think of romance as... Pulling out all the stops. Okay. Yeah. I also, yes, I also think of it as almost just like dating yeah, or emotional intimacy or connection mm-hmm. or building your friendship. Mm-hmm. So I want to, I guess I want to, uh, I want to define it more clearly here. Are we talking about like, like Barry, uh, Jan- what, who's the, Barry White? <laughs> Let's get it on. Are we talking about that kind of romance? Are we talking about? I think we're talking about the scale of romance here because I think it starts with intentionality. Okay. And I think that when we are intentional and we are authentic and consistent, then it leads to that romance. <laughs> the, okay. Okay. So, but maybe having, what about having a culture of romance in your marriage where you are building a culture of thinking of one another? I think that would be the goal because you're, we're talking about reclaiming real romance. So if you feel like your marriage is not very romantic at times, <laughs> which I think we can all like raise our hand to that, right? How can we create this culture of romance within, you know, the rhythms of our lives, really? How can we, you know, mutually enjoy each other and, pr- you know, promote our friendship, promote our connection, um, rejoice, you know, with each other through romance. I think one way we, you know, it says rejoice in the wife of your youth, verse 19. So one way, one way we can rejoice in each other is, is 
through romance, through, I think just taking that extra step. In my mind, this was about taking that extra step to make something a little more thoughtful, a little more special, a little more intentional. It's the extraordinary of like the week or the day. And like you said, I think if there's like a relative scale, I feel like there's like weekly things you can do, maybe even monthly. And then there's like kind of this like, obviously there's like anniversaries and holidays you can do, but maybe there's something every like quarter that you just want to make sure that you're doing. And we talk about this in our pursuit Mm. books too. Yeah. Like, so extravagance. Yeah. Extravagance. Um, Okay. So what's the starting point for that? Now it's one thing to say, because we have our weekly dates when we do the podcast, we get Mm -hmm. our time together and then we go, we we do our job and then we, (laughs) which this is it. Get our lunch. (laughs) And then we go out and have lunch and we talk and that's kind of our time to connect and it's great. And it's, but it's not, it's, it's romantic in a sense that I'm with you, the one that I love, and I'm having a great time most of the time. Right. Most of <laughs> Sometimes the time. I'm just, like, tired and I don't. <laughs> and But anyway. But then the romance is, like, this more intense, um, extravagant experience where maybe we would ask my parents to watch the kids for, you know, right. until late into the evening or overnight. Yeah. And we would go to a nice restaurant. Okay. So that's that's the wavelength we're on. So you're strapping your head around. I'm wrapping my head around it's it. Okay. Sorry, I'm just just, <laughs> just trying to keep up here. So it's all right. It's good to clarify. I think a first good starting point, a, a good starting point, with that view in mind, is you have to be speaking the same language. Right. right. We do right. talk about Gary Chapman. I know it's always Gary. Is it Gary Thomas and Gary Chapman? They're both awesome. Gary Chapman wrote the Five Love Languages. Doctor Gary Are you Chapman. Sure? Positive. Okay. Gary Thomas wrote uh, Sacred Marriage. Sacred Marriage, yeah. Both just Both Christian pillar books. Five like, Love Languages awesome. isn't written for Christians, but yeah. the, pa- the author is a pastor. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he talks about the five love languages, which if you're unfamiliar with that, um, first thing you got to do, buy that book. Second thing you got to do <laughs> is listen to our podcast called The Five Love Languages, <laughs> yes. where we kind of go through what they are. But essentially, here's what they are. There's physical touch. Acts of service. Acts of service. Words of affirmation. Gifts, gifts, and um, words of uh, shoot quality time. There quality it is. Quality time. I should know this. That's like yeah, that's my top, thing. my second that's one. Kind of your thing. No, I kind of like acts of service right now. <laughs> we took the test. Sometimes they, they change, they friends. Change. Sometimes they change so, depending on the season you're in. <laughs> so a lot of a lot of mistakes husbands will make is they'll be like, "Hey, I think of Roy, <laughs> Roy on Valentine's Day on the office." Pam's like wanting, this is when they were dating. This is before, before Jim, Jim. Jim Halpert. And PB and J. <laughs> it was, <laughs> yep. Um, so they were, Roy and Pam were dating and he was trying to, you know, it was like Valentine's Day or her birthday or something. Something like that. It was her that. birthday, I think. Yes. And, and she's like, what you didn't, oh no, it was Valentine's Day and Phyllis had been getting all these flowers from Bob Vance <laughs> and, she, and like this huge teddy bear and all this stuff. And, and Pam's just like. I wish you would have got me some flowers or whatever. And he's like, I'm going to give you the best sex of your life. <laughs> he's like, the day's not over. <laughs> I know. And she's just like, ugh. <laughs> Rightfully That's so. That's so right. That's such a, the, the lost in translation there, right? Like, well, just... he's completely thinking about himself. Like, right. this is what I would love or right. whatever. And a lot of husbands make that mistake. Obviously, that's a crude example, but a lot of husbands make that mistake. Well, we project our love language, right? We do. We yeah. project what what we want to feel and what we think they would like because we like it so much. Right. And really like when we talk, we've talked about love so much on this podcast, like the biblical def, you know, biblical definition of love is, is, is like selflessness. It's covenantal, it's intentional. And it's, so it's, if you're talking about love being selfless, like you've got to 
actually think about the other person, which sounds funny because we've all been at fault to think. Right. I, I'm always like, what would Ryan love the most? And I'm like, what do I love the most? <laughs> yeah. We had some people, I forget the, who we interviewed, but they were on the podcast and they were like describing their favorite dates. Uh-huh. And like, yeah. And they're saying, oh, I, I set up this romantic date. And they realized it's all the things that they wanted to do. Like the wife. I think it was the Beth Keys. It was the Beth Keys, I think. Like, I think Alyssa was like, yeah, we went to the spa. We sat by the pool. Totally. And Jeff's like, it, it, it was okay. <laughs> and Jeff's like, so my favorite date was. Yeah, it was all stuff he wanted to do. And we so, su- it's such it's so funny to laugh at but it really is like it, i think that's kind of where romance can have room to grow right in our when we get married because we really get mm. to know somebody we really get to understand their love language and how they receive love and it's definitely it's not always the same it's not like ryan is very physical touch words of affirmation i used to be way more words of affirmation but in this season of like young children i'm like acts of service acts of service Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) and and i like gifts gifts are pretty cool ryan's not a huge gift giver or i don't care about getter sorry he doesn't care yeah so i'm gonna add something to this conversation because i feel like knowing that love language nuance right so i gotta speak your love language if i really want to connect with your heart and and show you that i love you and ideally you would do the same right well i feel like this this high octane romance (laughs) is it's when you are meeting each other in the middle and you're both you're both it's like this you're both doing it Mm -hmm. right it's one thing for me to say hey i want to serve you Here's what we're going to do. Right. We're going to go do all the things you want to do. Right. We're going to eat all the food you want to eat. And no strings attached. We're just going to go to sleep later. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> You're going to have Never put the out. case. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll have to put out. Man, this is, a, this is an adult episode. I know. This is That's, again, Phyllis. office reference. For, so that that's, that's one thing. Yeah. But I feel like there are those moments and married couple listening to this, you might have had these. I hope so. Is that you have these moments where you were just like firing on all cylinders right. and you guys are feeling it you're enjoying each other mm-hmm. I'm not just talking about sex i'm talking about uh you're dancing or mm-hmm. you're i think one of our first dates do you remember this i took you to Gasworks? To, well that was our very first date i think it was one of our was first dates one. i took you to um four seasons it was mm-hmm. for like a, a prom or something like yeah. that and we danced and we we, we didn't like a live jazz band in this really elegant hotel in seattle super elegant like slow jazz yeah and it was like a darker you know kind of romantic nice food we went with another i think two other couples and yeah we just felt like the bee's knees and we were just we took a limo of course (laughs) because that's what you do when you can't drive no just kidding we could blow all your savings yes uh, on one night but it was it was so fun because both of us were enjoying it together to the same extent i think is what that's what, yeah, and that's what I'm getting. It's super romantic. Clearly, you know, we were in high school and dating. We didn't go. We didn't have. Uh, well, I don't want to be crude about it, but we didn't have sex. Right. So we definitely kissed. I think that night. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the point I'm trying to make is there are those times in a married life when that is allowed to that wildfire is allowed to just torch the earth. <laughs> Well, I think that's the beauty. I think that's the gift of God. Like romance, really, is a gift from God to married couples because, literally, like it keeps the flame alive. If you imagine marriage without like romance and like friendship, it just sounds like awful. Like just being roommates and chained together, and you're in just this contract. Mm. It's very cold, and I think that God gives us this this 
ability to be, um, I, I keep saying romantic. I'm trying to define it better. But being able to be warm towards each other. To display to passion. Display passion and yeah. to be able to take it to the nth degree um, hmm. because we're in that covenant, right? So okay. like, I like that you said that romance is relative depending on the season that you're in. Right, right. Because right now it's with young kids. It's a little bit different than I'm sure it'll be 10 years from now or even 20 years from now. God willing, <laughs> we're still alive. Right. Um, but yeah, so I think... Uh, I, I want to nuance that a little bit more because okay. there are couples that don't that don't necessarily have a, a passion mm-hmm. in any. And I'm picturing because we've gone and spoken at some conferences and we've mm-hmm. gotten to talk to some real life couples that you know they're they're not going to be. I don't know. It's just they have a different culture in their relationship. I hope that it's healthy, right? You, right. You only get to know them so well, right? But I just want to. It's relative. And that's what I'm saying is like, we're not saying you have to do X, Y, and Z. And part of what we're talking about here, we'll go through some really tangible things, you know, like what it looks to be special, what it looks like to have a special moment together, those sorts of things. Right, right. But it's relative. And I think the point is that you are connecting on the deepest level you can as a married couple. Right, And that that you know. Right. And even trying to take that depth a little bit further and experience love and new and endearing ways right. that you know are mutually endearing and you know those well and i things, feel like so. this really is um this really is glorifying to god right because i don't yeah, see you don't always see a lot of couples enjoying time together and if i do like it's they're usually not married you know and it's it, it when i see rings on fingers people hanging out like looking into each, other, into each other's eyes holding hands clearly enjoying each other's company not distracted just loving each other laughing together like that makes my heart just well up and i yeah i don't know their story i don't know what happened like if i don't know their past but i do know that they are mutually enjoying each other and that is Hmm. so beautiful and i feel like god created us right? For some, yeah, not entirely well, for his enjoyment, right? But f- why were we created? We were created to glorify him. We were created to, to worship him. And we were created to, we were created to enjoy him. Well, I think, and of, I think he does enjoy us too sometimes. What is it? Psalms, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, Song of Solomon. Mm-hmm. Okay. So one of the first verses in Song of Solomon, which by the way, okay. Ecclesiastes, I don't know. The order maybe is they're poetical books, <laughs> right, right? Right. So it's funny the contrast. I don't want to read too much into the order of the right, books, right? But the contrast from Ecclesiastes, which is which is Solomon, right? It's like doom and gloom, and like there's no purpose the first in life. Book of the Bible and... I ever read as a teenager. I say that every time. Good move, just to you. But now everybody knows. But still, epic move. Yes. And I love it. It's 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 a. It's an amazing book because you can still see the gospel in it in that like there's no meaning in life. All is pointless, but, you know, God is still good type of thing. And then Solomon goes to Song of Solomon and it's just like the opposite. It's total romance, total. Just oneness. (laughs) This is in in God's word. These are God's words and it's been given to us for a reason and it's not just to entertain us it's to give us an example of what this type of Mm. like rapturous love might look like Mm -hmm. okay one of the first parts of it it says um uh let me see uh i don't know it's one of the first verses in the first chapter but it's basically draw me after you let us run Mm. right like let's go let's go get lost together and i mean you can read it it's not a very long book Mm -hmm. but it just speaks to that point that selena was just making that you're 
that I love that you brought it up is that it's glorifying to God to go here mm-hmm. together, to to be romantic with your spouse, mm-hmm. to and be so, affectionate, and to be loving and kind yeah. in well, a and physical to, way and in the emotional ways, like on all the levels. Mm-hmm. And to get lost. Yeah. That's the thing is that we see this word to be intoxicated always in her love. That's in Proverbs 5. It's also within um, Song of Solomon. Being intoxicated in the Bible is only ever good when it's talking about this kind of <laughs> right. romance. Right. Okay. So that's being lost, like losing yourself in a sense, mm-hmm. not idolizing each other, right. but, but being carried away in this river of romance. Mm-hmm. There it is, the R's again. <laughs> so what are some practical aspects of romance that we can talk about and, and uh, just to give folks yeah. uh, tangible things? So the yeah. first one, and I, I love this one. We have three. Okay, so there's yes, three. Yes. So the first one is simply this: special doesn't always mean it has to be expensive. So true. So, as a Can young I man, have... okay, as a ahead. young man, <laughs> I have a funny one. <laughs> I mean, I felt like I had to spend, like it got so so the three dollars. First... <laughs> <laughs> like it's, if it's more than ten bucks, I'm out. Uh, no, but I would buy. Remember, I think it was the first month, I like, guess first few months of our relationship. I'd buy you like a gift every week or like a. a a gift every month and it would be like to commemorate like our dating and anniversary- i was like leslie nope for yes. you <laughs> this is the first day we In ate pancakes beginning. together <laughs> um, waffles you know anyway i just pancakes. i always felt like it had to be expensive otherwise it wasn't meaningful right right and we're saying that that's not the case right um no i just <laughs> yeah, i think of <laughs> i just think of dwight when he's asking pam advice on on what gifts to buy <laughs> and she's like you know it's not always like it's not always what the gift is, but what the gift means, basically. And he's like, oh, yeah, okay, shut up. <laughs> like, okay, away. yeah, whatever, shut up. <laughs> but it's true. She's exactly right. It's not always about, like, what the gift is, but what the meaning is behind it. Yeah, and that's and I the think thought that's... that counts. Like, that's the whole adage. <laughs> right. And it's very true. Um, but you don't need to break the bank to express your love, right, extraordinarily. You just set some time aside think and reflect about how your spouse receives love what speaks to them what Mm. makes their heart flutter what is what are they passionate about um what's their personality what are their desires how do you show how did you show love in the early years you know we look at our dating life and i mean we were really that we were really young so maybe i don't know so i but the key with this is it takes practice and it does get easier to think through mm -hmm. those creative things like right now being that we have young kids at home we've not done a lot of hyper romantic things recently i'd be hard pressed to think of something i'd have to stop and like write a few things well one thing yeah (laughs) one thing (laughs) one thing though that is under this is maybe recreate your first date together depending on how expensive your first date was ours was not that expensive yeah but uh, recreating your first date together or the first time you guys like held hands or, you know, think back to those memories, look back on your phone, the pictures. I'm kidding. <laughs> we didn't have phone pictures. Then. No, I had a pager though. Oh, you did have a pager. Our first um, date, oh, we almost, we almost got, um, beat up by motorcyclists. <laughs> Remember that? You did. I almost got I was punched like, in the face. Uh, yeah, that's good thing story. you took off fast enough. <laughs> Anyways, a little thoughtfulness will definitely go a long ways towards showing them that they're treasured. And just take some time to think about what makes them feel special. Mm. And it does not have to break the bank for sure. Yeah. I mean, some of our best I mean, unless you're high maintenance. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Don't break the bank. Talk about that. If that's what you feel like you have to do, talk about it. Talk about it before you spend any money. So, I don't know. Some of our favorite times together are... 
very off the cuff, kind of spur of the moment mm-hmm. little adventures. Mm-hmm. So in our part of the country, we live in the Northwest and we love going to little beaches around the Puget Sound where we live. And so, or, or even just to the coast. And it's mm-hmm. usually within two hours drive. Yeah. And we'll just, we'll just say it's like a Friday night and we'll just go. Mm-hmm. Right. And this was obviously again, before kids, we have to have more forethought now. Gotta plan a little bit, I guess. <laughs> but we'll just go and we'll yeah. eat on the road and we'll find a little mom, mom and pop shop and we would just find even a, a hotel just didn't matter yeah. like we we're just together that's what matters yeah. you're just together yeah. you're making memories but you could do that and add like an intentional thing so like one of the things we never did is for instance you could find a clear night and say we're gonna go stargazing tonight mm-hmm. and like take a bottle of champagne and a few candles and just be intentional easy with a peasy few what's a bottle of champagne cost these days like seventy dollars <laughs> <laughs> No. no, they and then I think another one though is uh, like, I like wish that we did for the record, <laughs> right? <I'm> kidding. <laughs> um, I, that I kind of wish we did was like keep a journal in the car and just mm. say like where we went on an adventure and a memory from there. So like a log, your dad has a log of things, right? That we neither of us likes to write in, but we're always grateful. I we wonder did. if anyone will ever read that, but okay, <laughs> I'm sure we'll read them one day. But anyways. Um, Journals are not that expensive. Notebooks, just, you know, keep something in there to make a memory and remind yourself of it. Here's Get- a fun one. Just this last week when we were, uh, we went to the beach with the kiddos, obviously with the kids different, but we got caught in the rain on the beach and that mm-hmm. was so fun. Yeah. The girls not that you can troopers. plan on getting caught right. in the rain. That's the whole point is getting caught in the right. rain. <laughs> but one example of that or something like that might be if you live near a pond, like figure out how to get a rowboat. You know, they can't be that expensive, like borrow one or rent one. Yeah. Go, go out and row and yeah. who cares about the weather like if it's gonna rain like just go it's really about making the yeah. memories and being together so again the first point special doesn't mean expensive yep. they are not synonymous but number two any extravagance is well spent mm. <laughs> uh, we are not uh, advocates for consumerism we're pretty simple people we try to keep things special yep. um, and not too expensive but and don't, you know, don't be like maxing out credit cards for things. That's not wise. Right, but being right. sacrificial, again, reading Song of Solomon, the writer's talking, he really uses extravagant language here um, well, and, as they express. And there's material extravagance. Right. Because they're, as they're like lavishing gifts on each other and like. Like they're expensive gifts. Right. Or valuable. Um, <laughs> yeah. Valuable is a probably better word. <laughs> there's va- You're instilling value in each other. Right. It's not bad to to be extravagant gift-wise with right. each other. I don't think you're being unfaithful. There is, you have to discern. I'm not going to say up to a, num- a dollar amount is okay. I'm not going to say that. Right. But there, uh, we had a moment, uh, a date. We were living in California still. Mm-hmm. We had just, um, we were celebrating something. I can't remember what it was. I think it. And we went to that nicer restaurant. Oh, that's for number three. You're not supposed to get there yet. Oh, oh, well. No, I'm not. Is that, do I bring up that example? Okay. You do. Anyway. Oops. So anyway, the point is, is that there are, I think, moments when Mm -hmm. you can really pull out the stops and and spend a little extra time, energy, money. Yeah. And it's not going to be, it's not bad stewardship. Right. What we're saying. Yeah. Well, and I think that, yeah, I wouldn't want you to be like, I just maxed out a credit card so you could have this. I hope you it's feel like, loved. It does not make me feel that, like, stresses me out more than anything, probably. And then, like, you fight over it over the next few right, weeks. Right, right, right. Yeah. I think the, the thing about 
being extravagant again like you said is just filling those slots right like it's something that you know you're going to enjoy it's not going to break the bank but it is sacrificial maybe in some ways you're Mm -hmm. giving up some other things to be able to purchase or do this um and it really just it's just hits a home run basically for you and your relationship and with each other so the last one russia wanted to i'm gonna say this one okay so men and women, but men specifically, brush up on your charm. Mm. All right. So that sounds silly. And we very rarely get this like granular with this kind of stuff. I but love when you're dressed up so handsome and nice it's so, and you smell good. Like, <laughs> make it sound like it's so rare. It is rare though. It is rare because we don't get dressed. I mean, we, we shower. We're clean people. We're not like, <laughs> but I love like, even when you put, you got a new suit because you wanted to put you can spend a lot of money on it, but we got a new, you got a new suit right? so that you could take Della and Emmy out on daddy daughter dates, like on real special ones, like yeah. brushing up on your charm. I mean, yeah. practicing with these girls and you put it on a try it on. I was just like, just so hot. You know, <laughs> the funny so thing is it's a three piece suit and I didn't have a shirt on underneath get... it. It was just vest and, <laughs> and sport coat. And Selena was like, Oh wow. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes. I knew that a shirt was coming, but I was just like, uh, It oh, was unnecessary, baby. though. Oh, baby. <laughs> the shirt was unnecessary. So if you want to get busy. <laughs> just kidding. Okay, Brush so, up on your charm. <laughs> and what I mean by this is a little bit of decorum goes a long way. Yes, okay, so yes. things like opening doors for car doors and opening, you know, restaurant doors. Mm-hmm. And um, ladies, you know, get the nicer dress. And I know, and I like when Selena... <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> when Selena, when you wear heels, which mm-hmm. they're not comfortable for you, but when well, you wear there's, them, there's comfortable ones, but okay. yeah. But when you wear them, I'm it's just a like special occasion. Wow, yeah. it feels different. It feels like we are grown ups. Yeah, we're grown ups, and, and we're, we're brushing up on our charm. We are, we are. And when your hair is not just you know the easy way, but it's like the prettier way, right? Which I know is not it's the harder way. You're pretty, you're pretty all the time. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just gonna mm-hmm. put that out there. Mm-hmm. But when when it's down, when it's down, and <laughs> Ryan like, just got hit in the face. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know what? It, you know. Yes. What. When we when yeah, it's it's fun to dress up. It's fun to spend a little bit of time on yourself because it doesn't happen that often for us. We're pretty like simple, straightforward people. I'm guessing so, most couples are the same way. Yeah, you're busy. You got things yeah. to do, and sometimes it's just really fun to dress up and <laughs> look nice. But Not in a costume. you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that's good to clarify i mean it's fun to dress up in costumes but only when it's appropriate around halloween i don't like costumes but whatever. you don't <laughs> i like being the real me <laughs> all the time laundromat. this is me people you like being yourself I like being okay. myself. <laughs> so the example that you were going to bring up was that after della our first one was okay, born yeah. um we did go out you actually planned this yeah um, and it was kind of a surprise to me. And I was like, okay. As like a new mom of like a two-month-old, right? Was that our first night out <clears throat> after she was born? I think it might have been. Yeah, she yeah. wasn't that old. It was like a month or two. Our first night out alone. You know, newborns, you can just carry them in a car seat. They go everywhere. But I was the first-time mom. Didn't, you know, know anything. And so someone had given us a gift card. And you were like, hey, I've called our friend Shannon. She's going to hang out with Della for two hours. You know, like, you can nurse her, leave a bottle, and we'll just see how it goes but i want you to get dressed up and i'm gonna get dressed up and we're gonna go have as much dinner as we can at a restaurant and try to do dessert and coffee or whatever and then we'll come home but i just want you to like be able to get out and get dressed up do your hair your makeup you got a haircut you always get haircuts before we like go out yeah yeah. Um, and it was well, once a year. Yeah, it was. <laughs> the haircut. No, it's not. 
No. But it was a, I, it's very vivid, I think, in both of our minds because that was the first time right. that we went out together that you kind of extended this, hey, you kind of had to coax me a little bit, I think, and that was okay, and that was good. Yeah, and I remember having this sense of, um, A, I wanted to just show you and I wanted to serve you and show you how much I cared about you mm. and how thankful I was for you. Mm. But I also remember being on the receiving end of that, and it wasn't necessarily something that you intended, but I was just like, this is the woman that I love with all my heart, that mm-hmm. I have spent, the, you know, at that point we had been married 10 years, mm-hmm. right? It was 10 years. And so I, I was like, this is the wife of my youth. This is the wife of my, of my old age. Mm-hmm. And this is the one woman that I'm going to like lavish with all my affection. I'm going to dote on her. I'm going to mm-hmm. give her what I have to give. For better or worse, I'm gonna <laughs> give it to you. And I just remember feeling this this I think it was a healthy sense of pride. Totally. This I'm loving my wife right now. Well, and I feel like the wife of a husband who's proud and confident because of his wife, you know, yeah. like in a lot of ways. I think we gotta be careful because sometimes we we can try to buy that that feeling again. Right. Right. And say that if right. we just go spend enough money, we'll get that same feeling. And I think right. that was a special moment because we had just had our first daughter. Right. And it was our first time out without our daughter. So it was this, we had, it was almost like a sense like we had grown up an, another in level. Ways. Yeah. Yeah. And so those moments do come even now, like right. as our daughters hit their different stages. stages I think yeah. that, I think there's a lot of opportunity for romance, kind of what you're saying, um, around celebratory times, like mm, yeah. hitting those milestones and okay, what can we do? That's like, that's romantic. That's really celebrating our lives and what God's done in our life and in our marriage covenant. Um, those are always good, I think, ways to calibrate and find opportunities of, of being able to celebrate. Because otherwise, I kind of just like, like you said, I said at the beginning, I'll just gloss over things and be like, oh, yeah, we probably, maybe we should celebrate that. I don't know. Do well, you want to like. It's like when our daughters. Uh, you're really our daughter good turned at it, three, I feel like. <clears throat> Clementine, and you were like, she doesn't need anything. And I'm like, she's, it's her birthday and she's three years old. I want to <laughs> celebrate my daughter. I love her and yes. I want her to feel loved yes. and I want her. And so how do we. I wasn't going to not give her anything. But you're but you're more of a utilitarian when it comes to that that, those sorts of things and so what i think what you're saying and i love it and i totally agree is that it's good to celebrate every opportunity you can now rites of passage particularly around parenting so rhythms and rites yeah so a rite of passage being like oh you just got baptized or you have you know we're we're um I don't know, you've accepted uh, the gospel, you've heard the gospel and you've responded to it and mm-hmm. God's got a hold of your heart, you mm-hmm. know. And so these different kind of rites of passage, like celebrate all of those. Now in yeah. terms of your marriage, maybe you've gone through something and this is like the year anniversary of like your mm-hmm. reconciliation mm-hmm. or two years or three years or whatever that is. Right. Like mark that Come out of ground and, and put that flag in the sand Absolutely. and say, this is where our God was victorious yeah. in our lives and we're going to celebrate that as the couple that he has kept us mm. as um, other so other things, you know, anniversaries, obviously some things feel a little bit overdone. <clears throat> like you feel like you have to do, like we just right. had an anniversary and right. We, I think there's, there's ways again, even with like, if you do, if something happens in your career, like celebrate that together. Yes. Yeah. If you know, like we try to, we're like, <laughs> I was like, are we going to have another book launch party? And you're like, yes, <laughs> you know, like do it, just celebrating those things. Cause I feel as I, you know, reflect on my utilitarian self, it can be very much a checklist. And I think God has more enjoyment for both of us and for those around us. But for our, speaking of marriage specifically, I feel yeah. like there's a deeper, um, more experiential joy that we can share together because we're married, because we've walked this course mm. together. 
and because we've been hand in hand through it all, you know? And so, yeah, I love that you said that about just if you're, if you're coming up on an anniversary of like overcoming an addiction or, you know, you, there was an affair or, or a reconciliation of a big fight or something that was otherwise dooming your relationship, but God has redeemed, redeemed that use that Reconcile use that uh, moment to redeem you absolutely um, that's a real like reclaiming right yes 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 and so that's that's why i like that word reclaim there's rekindling which is like you need to kind of start the fire small and get it to be a roaring bonfire mm-hmm. but then there's reclaiming it's like this is ours to have mm-hmm. and we're going to make it ours because god has said it's ours and it's we, we're going to reign over it we're going to have absolutely. dominion over it i want to say a quick thing about Please. um like jewish culture okay so this idea of celebrating jewish culture we see all throughout the Bible they had rhythms of celebration, rhythms of rest mm-hmm. that were based on God's provision, not the rhythms of their work life, but mm. the rhythms of how God said you need to be reminded constantly. So this is what Sabbath is all about. Mm-hmm. Things like um, this year of Jubilee. You had, I mean, I can't go through all of them right now because I don't have them on, on top of my head. But <laughs> this idea of remembering is a huge thing in our heritage as Christian people, as right. the people of God. Okay, you may not be Jewish, but you're Christian, right? You have been grafted in, that's what that means, as a Gentile or whatever, grafted into the family of God. Mm-hmm. Now it's your heritage, it's your inheritance, it's your heritage to celebrate these things, to celebrate how God's people celebrated. And so when we do that in our marriage, I think we're we're putting, like I said earlier, putting a stake in the sand, yeah. drawing a line in the sand saying, this is where our God was our God. Mm. And this is our reminder. It's so easy to forget. Totally. That's why in Habakkuk, he talks about writing it down. Why? So you can run with the vision quickly. You can remember quickly mm. because we have a propensity to forget. Actually, I saw um, a study. Someone tweeted it out. They said there was a documentary about memory and how people who suffer from chronic memory loss have a hard time envisioning the future mm. and have a hard time planning for the future, have a hard time thinking through future scenarios. And what the what the person who tweeted was, I think it was Jackie Hill Perry. She was talking about how there's a connection between our ability to remember what God has done and the, our future hope, right? Mm. And so how well wow. we're able to remember things can actually determine how well we can have future hope for things. So, so like true. if you forget all that so God has true. done in your marriage, right. you forget that stuff <clears throat> and you hit a hard spot. You're gonna, you're gonna, it's really good. you're gonna forget that you have hope, you, that you have a redeemer, you have a rescuer, you have somebody who has already come through. His name is Jesus Christ. Really He's good. already come through. God has already delivered you mm. on a deeper level. If we forget the work of God, uh, the work of Christ on the cross, right? If, if we forget that, the magnitude of that, the magnitude of our need and our need met in yeah. that, then we will forget the hope that we have in our future in Him, our future so as good. we're co-heirs with Him and raised with Him. There's a lot there. So let's recap <laughs> real quickly. And then we're supposed to get practical. <laughs> we're not good at being practical all the time, but it all stems from a place of, of Jesus and the gospel yeah. and reclaiming. And I think for those that maybe are like, I don't know how to reclaim any sort of se- semblance of romance. I feel like we are just two strangers living in a house or there's been a breach of trust. Um, again, I think that our hope can come from Jesus and the example that he gives. And from there, we are able to um, extend grace that he's given to us. I was reading, I told you, New Morning Mercies. I've been trying to read that every day or so. And he was just talking about like the grace of God in our relationship and the grace that we can have with each other and the level of grace that we can have with each other. Like, Mm -hmm. So we can love and we can forgive and we can confront because 
it really God has given us the grace to be able to do all of that. And so I guess I just want to empower that couple or encourage that couple to, to understand, to lean into God's grace, to know that it's there, um, to know that there's peace also available that is, does not determine, like is not, um, hinging on the circumstances of your marriage. So you can have peace where you're at knowing, knowing Jesus and also hope that romance can be reclaimed in your marriage as so well. I'm going to try something here. Okay. I feel like drawing a line between how you were loved in Christ and how you can love each other in this way. Mm-hmm. Okay. So think about, listener, think about how Christ wooed you, right? And how mm-hmm. he romanced you um, and he, he won your heart. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I uh, I had a lot of pride. I had a lot of, you know, I, I would I thought I'd be able to think and figure it out and that's not what faith is. And mm. so I'm thinking through my life, I had a lot of sin, a lot of rebellion, a lot of heart disorientation, and God lovingly put me in the right place at the right time to hear the little seeds now, here and there, not at one big momentous occasion, but it was a it was a, a, an ongoing pursuit. Mm-hmm. We talk about pursuit all the time. We are pursued by Christ. What is that if it's not winning over someone's heart? Mm. And so if Christ has won over our heart now, I can, even though I feel like I, I, I've lost a hold of your heart, I can, I can have hope that just as Christ has won me over, mm-hmm. I can love you in a way that, by God's grace, might win you back. Right. It might rekindle mm-hmm. or reclaim that romance that once we once had, and we mm-hmm. now feel is lost. Mm-hmm. And so that's where you, see, I think that's what you're talking about. Is yeah. We have this hope in Christ. Because he has now he's shown us what pursuit is, it looks like. So, yes, with that said, I think it makes sense to at least talk about and mention these resources: the thirty-one day <laughs> pursuit challenge. Yes. Yeah, thousands, tens of thousands of couples have gone through this yeah. thing. The reviews are phenomenal. We just love that it's helping people. But it's called the thirty-one day pursuit challenge. You can go to thirty-one daypursuit dot com, and it's basically two books, and it's thirty-one days, and it's a husband in pursuit and wife in pursuit. Those are the names of the two books. Mm-hmm. And they're they're designed to go side by side, even though you don't have to do it. It can be one one sided right. fully, um, because it's still about pursuing right. like without <laughs> strings. Right. And so the point of it is, is it gives you um, there's a devotional. We go through scripture, and then it says, here's how you can put this love into action as Christ has pursued you. Mm. It's things like having honest conversations, leaving a loving note, mm-hmm. buying a small gift. Yeah. Or planning a date. Right. And one of them is reenacting your first date. Mm-hmm. And it really does kind of get you out of those rhythms, that, those ruts that mm-hmm. you get stuck in. Mm-hmm. And it makes you think in terms of how to really celebrate in light of what Christ has done. So mm-hmm. 31daypursuit.com. I just want to put that out there because it is a really, I think, helpful tool. Uh, yeah. Um, and yeah. they're not super expensive. I think the books are like um, 14 bucks yeah. or something like that yeah. a piece so, or less, actually. Yeah. I think that'd be a good challenge. Anyway. Go get them books. All right, so let's recap real fast. <laughs> okay. um, just the three really tangible things is three t- three tangible ways to reclaim real romance. The mm. first one is just to remember, special doesn't mean expensive. Mm-hmm. All right, think about how to love your spouse. And really easy tangible thing is to re- relive your first date. Maybe um, maybe um, plan what is it? Uh, uh, take them to a special place where you maybe had a, a first, whether it's a kiss, holding hands, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, just whatever that memory is for you. That's an easy trigger. Yeah. Otherwise, just remember that can be special and how they want to be loved. Absolutely. Second one is, with that said, <laughs> extravagance <laughs> is well spent. So right. if you feel like pulling out all the stops, that's a good thing. Remember mm. that. It's a good thing. And then in that same sense, the third one is 
brush up on your charm. Mm-hmm. Get that decorum out. Remember, you know, remember your P's. Brush it off and cobwebs. Remember your P's and your Q's and, and you know, you know, get a haircut and just, I don't know. We've just found that to be a really refreshing experience. Yes. It's something that's out of the norm. Don't feel like you have to do that every week because right. that's, right. that seems to be unrealistic. But right. something that's out of the norm for you guys. So is, is there a, a, a couple's conversation challenge? Do you have one? I was just, yeah, I was saying get a date on the calendar within maybe the next seven days and do something romantic for your Good spouse. One. Okay. I think, you know, obviously buying the books is great, but get something on the calendar. Uh, be act, be active. <laughs> be intentional about it. That's the yeah, word. Okay. And make it happen. Again, keeping these three things in mind. Maybe if you're going to pull out all the stops, look at the calendar. Is there any reason to really celebrate and maybe write a note or write something uh, about how this is reclaiming, you know, or it's monumental for your relationship. I feel like putting those stakes in the ground really does something to your heart and your soul. And it just reminds you again of who God is, what he's done in your life. Find those things, celebrate those things, bring the romance around those things. That's good. Yeah. And so do that. At least plan something in the next seven days. And I want to I want to give an option to, to to kick it up a notch for that. When you oh get that date boy. on the on the calendar, mm-hmm. uh, I would say both of you bring to the table a um, a written letter to each other, and you read it to each other. So yeah, I um, like that. Like and and have it include just as an idea. Don't get bogged down by this, but <laughs> three to five things. Here's why I love you. Here's why I am thankful continue, for you. I'm thankful for you. Yeah. And here's what I see in you. And that's I think I feel like those moments are really. Yeah. good when you not only say, I love that you're X, Y, and Z, but here's what I see in you. Mm. I see God doing this in you. I see this in how you, you know, either you're my wife or you're the mother of our children or you're at your job or whatever God is using you to do. So good. Spend time articulating those things and just read it to each other quietly at the table yeah. um, or wherever you go. So, yeah, so good. So Selena, good. All right. Do you mind praying us out? Okie dokie. <laughs> God, thank you so much for this idea and this ability to be ability to be romantic with each other, God, to have a friendship that we can rekindle and share memories with only that person. And I pray that you would continue to help us to reclaim the romance in our marriage, that we can experience this, this relationship just set on fire and that it would be glorifying to you, God, that it would speak to who you are and what you've done. Um, from the smallest mm. things in our marriage to the biggest things. We are so grateful. Thank you for each and every listener. We pray mm-hmm. that marriages would be reclaimed and romance would be rekindled for your glory. In your name, amen. Amen. All right. This episode is... In the can. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, thank you so much for listening to the Fierce Marriage Podcast, and we will see you in about seven days. Until then, stay fierce. <laughs>